So I am here with Christy. How are you doing today? I am splendid. How are you, Candy? Oh, I'm awesome. I'm so happy that you're here. You have so many cool things to talk about. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us who you are? Yeah, so I'm Chris or Christy. I am a certified cannabis health and wellness coach. Um, and I'm also a content creator. I help people take control of their use, uh, their cannabis use, um, so that they can be more motivated and achieve their goals and break out of depression and anxiety, because that's something I experience. So I want to help other people do the same. And I just have so much fun with being a content creator, uh, sharing my knowledge of cannabis, but just like sharing bits of positivity as well in the community that I've created in my little corner of the interweb. Yeah. And so like, I just, I love people. I love connecting with people and I'm just out here living the dream. I feel like... <laughs> Well, and you have such a beautiful energy. I know that you people, I think people flock to you, honestly. So you believe strongly in living intentionally. What does that mean to you? Oh, boy, to be honest, living intentionally that that the concept of living that way is something that I grew in the past couple of years. And I think it has totally changed my life. You know, for me, living intentionally means constantly asking myself questions like what is it that I'm doing that is going to positively impact me and get me to where I'm going and to be of service to others. I always ask myself in a lot of things I do, whether it's work or whether it's in friendships and all aspects of my my life like why am I doing this like what is the purpose of me doing this and I think when you stop to ask yourself that you bring more awareness into your mind and into your heart of what it is that you're doing and what is your purpose of existing in this world and I think for me that really started when I had my own life coach she shared with me a bunch of practices to allow me to ask myself those questions and then when I joined uh, the Cannabis Coaching Institute which is how we know each other that, that level of intention just multiplied multiple times, you know, constantly being aware of like what it is that I'm doing as a person for myself and what is happening in my inner world and how is that being reflected to my outer world and in my service as a coach or just being a human being to other people. And I think through those practices that I've learned, you know, it begins with asking yourself what your values are you know, and, and for me, it took some time. I think when I was younger, I thought my values were a little different than what they are now. It's still similar. Um, they still interline, but like for me, service and authenticity is super important because I want to show up to the world the best version as I can flaws and all. And I want to use that authenticity to be of service to others. Because I just genuinely believe that we're not meant to be here on this earth alone. You know, we're supposed to be here to support each other, to connect, to share the painful times, to just go through this roller coaster of a ride of life together. You know, so I think living intentionally is constantly asking yourself questions. And I, I think it's not even about reaching goals. You know, it's not about just about achieving your goals. It's about living intentionally so that you are aligned with who you really are as a being. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So you had had an experience that changed the trajectory of where your life was going. Do you want to tell us more about that? Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy to because I think many of us carry stories, right, that are filled with guilt and shame. And that's a natural thing that happens for a lot of people. And you know, this story that I'm about to share with you is something I carried around with a lot of guilt and shame. But I realized that 
I took my power back in that situation by talking about it and by knowing that I'm not the victim of it. Um, so essentially, I was in a very toxic relationship. I Some people may be able to relate to this. It went from like, yeah, let's hang out to like super quick. Like, I love you. Let's move in. And during that time, it was we had moved in together right before COVID. And we had just started to really get to know each other because we rushed into things. We didn't really know each other in that relationship. I really lost myself along the way, you know, because it was an emotionally abusive relationship where I felt constantly put down and constantly questioned. And I really, really lost myself in that relationship. Like I truly did not know who I was. I felt like a shell of my being and I was just constantly in survival mode. But there's like this detach of, you know, my mind telling me like, oh, like I'm in love with this person, but my physical body was like rotten. That was a weird dissociation for me. And obviously like how heavy it felt mentally. So it was a really bad relationship. And it got to a certain point where I was like, I have to decide and I have, I have to leave because this is not who I am anymore. I think we experience that in many different ways in life, not just in a toxic relationship, right? Even in relationships with friends or family that can happen. So I decided to leave and I I decided that this is the end of it. I can no longer allow myself to be this way because that's, this is not the life that I dreamed of for myself. After that, it was a period of truly a dark time for me. I'm trying to recover from this situation. I'm still trying to figure out my life and what it is I'm supposed to do. Um, And during this period of time too, this was when I was getting my certification to become a coach. And I had not done any of the coursework or anything for months, um, just because I was not in a mentally good place. And so I went back and I was like, okay, these are the things that at the beginning, when I started this journey and the work that I was wanting to do with coaching and cannabis coaching. um, So I looked back at all the work that we did in the beginning. Um, You know, a lot of it was internal work. Like, what is our purpose? Why do we want to be a coach? What is it that we truly believe in that we want to scream on top of a mountain? You know, um, what are the core values and beliefs that you have. So I went back and I looked at all those things and I decided that like, this is not the place that I no longer, I no longer want to be in this place in life. Like I have the power now to decide what happens to me in the future. So like having those gentle reminders was just like, okay, I I don't want to be here anymore, but then I took action. Right. So I went back and I found support. I found support within our, our coaching community. You know, I was vulnerable and I shared things and received love. And with my friends and my family, I opened up about how heavy that has felt for me for a really long time. That's why I said, that now I feel like I can talk about this very openly because it's my story. It's my power. I'm not the victim. Like I decided to change for my for myself and change the trajectory of my life again, even though that thing has happened in my past. So I just think that there've been many times in my life and I feel like this can be something that happens other in other people's lives too, is that there's the moment where we're like, okay, something has to change, right? But sometimes we don't take action. And I think the action is so important. You know, I started taking care of myself, finding support, showing up for myself in all different um, aspects of my life, and not feeling guilty or selfish about that. And, And knowing that like, I had to be better for myself in order to be better for others. That's incredible. I love that so much for you. I think that so many people 
get stuck in these situations and come out of it, like you said, with guilt and shame instead of a new view, a new perception, you know, and a new a new journey that they want to take. So you had decided that you wanted to live your life differently. And I know you've talked a bit about that already, but what else does that mean to you? Breaking away from the habits and the beliefs that I thought about myself, the the saying is like the the biggest part about learning is unlearning, right? So unlearning all the stories that you've told yourself for so long that has been holding you back. And I think that's why living intentionally and asking yourself, like, what is the purpose in doing what I'm doing now helps you shift your attention away from what it has happened and what has been playing in a loop in your head for so long into like, more forward thinking and more present thinking of, okay, in this moment, like forget about whatever happened before, what is it that I'm doing now? And how is that serving me? And how is my decision and my intention going to bring me joy and help me become the person that I want to be as well. Um, I think it all just ties together. Like, I just really believe in like synergy, right? Synergy of the universe of the world. Like I don't ever think that meeting people is like any chance by like coincidence. So I think there's just all this synergy that was happening around me to, to get me to where I am today and to get me to where I'm going to be in the future. That's amazing. And do you find that being and living intentionally brings you more into the present moment? Absolutely. Cause like you, you, when you ask yourself questions, like I, I keep saying this because I really do ask myself questions all the time. Like whether I'm like about to eat something, I'm like, what's my intention eating this right now? You know? Um, so it really is like all those little things. It just reminds you that you are right here right now, you know, and that what you do now is more important than what has been done or what will happen. Cannabis is a really important part of your life, obviously. <laughs> you became a coach. Can you tell us how it has supported you on your journey? I used to suffer from severe depression and anxiety back when I was in college. And I felt like such a failure. I felt like I couldn't do anything in life. I was going nowhere, like all of these negative thoughts in my head. And so I was on medication for many, many years. Like it never made me feel better. It always made me feel worse. And I was so tired of hearing doctors say, or it might get worse before it gets better. As someone who is like, you know, feeling like they hit rock bottom, you don't want to hear that. So, but for me, I, during my most depressive state, I, basically just watched a lot of TV because I had no energy to do anything else. And I fell into a rabbit hole of um, all these documentaries coming out about medical cannabis and, you know, the stories of Charlotte's Web and uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta's um, documentaries. And I just thought like, okay, if this thing can help me, like at that point, I'm like, what do I have to lose? Like nothing else is working. So I just started doing my own research and figuring out like what works for me. And I mostly I stopped using it as a crutch, you know, because there was a period of time where I used it to numb because I didn't I didn't have the perspective that this can be medicine. So I used it a lot more mindfully, mindfully and intentionally and understanding what it is that I'm putting into my body. And I just started feeling better. You know, I just started feeling better. I felt like the sun was shining, colors were brighter, and that like, I would be okay. You know, I was like, I, I'm, I think I'm going to be okay. And like, that was when I also found support in my life in, in many different places. And so I felt great enough, um, especially combining it with like, other holistic healing and self care, like meditation and yoga, and like, 
getting sunlight simply, all those things helped me feel that I was in a great, good place and a great place that I weaned off of all of my medication. Um, so that was like the biggest impact that cannabis has helped me. Like I haven't taken any sort of antidepressants or anything for over 10 years. And I'm really proud to say that because I think if, if things did not have happened in the way that they did for me, maybe I would still be on medication. So yeah, cannabis has changed my life and my health. And so that's why I wanted to become a coach when I saw this program. Cause I'm like, that's amazing. Like that I can take what I know and learn and my own experience and be able to help someone else with that, especially in this day and age. I think, you know, anxiety and depression and just like panic disorder, it's just so prevalent in, in our lives. And we all just need help. You know, we all just need to be there for each other and support each other in whatever way that we can. And for me, that's, that's service. Amazing. So then as a coach, who is your ideal client? Uh, My ideal client is someone who um, they tend to be like cannabis consumers already. Um, but a lot of people don't know, like just what I went through, right? Like using it as a crutch and not knowing how they can use it to actually benefit them. Many people come to me who are usually my age range, like millennials and wanting to understand how cannabis can help them because they're feeling stuck where they are in life, or they're feeling like their cannabis use has control over them. So I teach them to use it um, in a way that actually supports their body and their endocannabinoid system. But not only that, like, you know, integrating other parts of life, including, you know, food and sleep, because those things are super important too. I think some people have this idea that cannabis is like a magical bullet or like a magic pill where like you, you, you take it and then it, it solves your anxiety and your problems. No, it's if you really want to transform your life, you have to look at all aspects as scary as that can be at times. You will work with clients from anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. I will work from clients from anywhere. But yeah, they're just usually my age range because I think we can connect on that level. Um, and I think it's interesting because we grew up in this era too, right? Where we had like the dare and the say no to drugs and we lived through that. So I think a lot of us have that connection of like, okay, we thought it was bad before, but now it's really not. And so how can we learn and teach each other about how this plant can actually be used as a medicine? You share some pretty awesome videos on Instagram. You even just did a a workshop explaining, you know, how to use Instagram to to other people. And it was really awesome. I went to it. But um, what is your main focus with your Instagram videos? My main focus is to educate people about cannabis, just to share like positivity, honestly, and share my energy. You know, I, I truly believe that like you said in the beginning, I just have a certain energy. And and truthfully, a lot of people have told me that. And how I view it is truly a gift. I think it's a gift that I am the way that I am. I grew up in whatever circumstances that have shaped me. And so I take that and I want to just share it with other people, whether it's just saying I love you or like I'm proud of you to a random stranger online, because sometimes we don't hear that often, you know, so like just sharing bits of positivity and like, and and making connections. 
I, like I said, it's so important to find support and to find love and, and remember that we're not alone in this journey in life. Um, so connecting with people and just educating about cannabis, answering any questions that people have, because I truly am passionate and I believe in this plant and how it can help people. So the more that I can talk about it, it not only helps them, but it also like excites me and brings me joy. So yeah, it, my, my page is for education, for connection, uh, for positivity, and for just a creative outlet for me. So what are some of the videos that you have posted more recently? What were they about? More recently? Well, I just posted one today, actually. Um, and it's a good one because I actually saw this video of this guy who he basically had two lighters and two glasses and one was filled with water and he put one of the lighters in and filled it up with water saying that, you know, these lighters are representing human beings and how, you know, we can light up. Sometimes we're drowning, right, in anxiety and depression and shame and guilt and all of these emotions. Because when he takes the lighter out, it doesn't, it doesn't light up anymore. But once you touch the other lighter that was not submerged in water to the, uh, to the one that was submerged in water, they both light up. And I think that's such a beautiful metaphor for life and connection. And so I did, I created that video because it really, really resonated with me. And when I saw it, I was like, wow, that is exactly why I'm a coach. Like that is exactly why I'm a coach. Cause I have been that lighter submerged in water and, and feeling like I'm drowning or I can't get out of the situation I'm in, but now I'm the lit lighter and how can I help someone else? So like, to me, that video was just so beautiful and so powerful. And I knew I had to remake it, but obviously with my own like creative twist. So at the end, um, I, I uh, had the two lit lighters and I brought it up to a joint because, you know, that's what my coaching is. My coaching combines cannabis, but it combines, it is also like a, the process of me supporting you, us supporting each other through this journey so that we can be in a place where we're like thriving and not just surviving and, and seeing the brightness in life. In the workshop that I mentioned that you did just recently, you had said something in it where you said, set it and forget it. I loved that you said that. And I'm sure there, you know, you have maybe a few reasons behind saying that. So I will ask you that, but I really loved that because I find for myself as someone who deals with rejection sensitivity, unfortunately, I, I try not to look at numbers. I try not to focus on things like that. I try not to focus on the comments and all those things because it can really affect me. So I've kind of built this, this protection around myself that I don't look at those things. I don't focus on them. I do it because I love it. I do it because it brings me joy. But could you talk about what set it and forget it means to you? I said set it and forget it because I think it's so funny, like the, the whole crock pot thing. Um, that's what I thought of. And so set it and forget it to me is just like I post something. I don't go back in like I hide all the likes and things like that, where I don't go back in and I'm constantly checking of, you know, how many likes I got, how many comments I got, like, did I get followers today? You know, I think those metrics can be really hard on, on our ego and our self-esteem sometimes um, if we don't break away from that. So that's my whole idea. I post something and I don't check it for like, 
however long. And then when I do check it, then I'll decide to engage in like the comments and stuff. But I think that structure just helps me not end up, you know, in the Instagram abyss, because sometimes, you know, you go in for one thing, and then you're looking at like, you know, 10 minutes later, you're scrolling. I think that is a good way for me to practice my own self control. Yeah, not let the numbers kind of get to me. Right, which I think is a really important thing for a lot of people to maybe assess and look at because it does it affects you. And at times, I feel like it can really connect to someone's self worth, which is absolutely not okay. Yeah, <laughs> we don't yeah. want that. So absolutely. So what are you currently working on? Oh, I have some exciting things work in the works um, coming up. The cannabis community is so incredible and there's no one that I've ever met who is a cannabis lover that I had any negative feelings towards. Like it's just a community that like wants to love and learn from each other and like just kick it sometimes and hang out and, and consume like whatever it is, like people are just so welcoming. And so I love the idea of doing events and in-person events, especially after COVID, you know, we were stuck inside and some, even though it's been like what a year, people are still getting used to socializing and finding a space where they're comfortable doing that, that isn't going to the bars or, you know, doing something crazy, like going to the clubs or going on a trip, like people just want to connect and hang out. Yeah. So what I'm working on right now is, uh, you know, I'm partnering up with dispensaries, um, you know, different types of wellness shops, like infused um, meal experiences, um, and just collaborating with them to do these events and bringing the community together and just being able to meet each other and share a space, a safe space where we can hang out and get to know one another. I absolutely love doing that. That is so cool. Yeah, it's like collective energy, you know. Yeah, I would just say, uh, if you're interested in seeing my content or connecting with me or just learning about cannabis, or just simply connecting and like have a conversation together. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at chris.canna. That's K-R-I-S dot C-A-N-N-A. And I promise you my little corner of the internet is very fun and supportive and loving. So there's always a place for anyone there. Well, I had a lot of fun. Me too. But I always enjoy talking to you. I always enjoy being in your presence. And I think that you have such a beautiful outlook on life. And I, I love meeting people who have gone through hard things and have decided to do something different. I love that. Yeah, no. And thank you, Candy, for like having me in this space. I always have fun chatting with you. And you've always just been so supportive in anything that I've, I've done. So thank you so much.